Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. All right, welcome into the San Francisco 49ers report right here on Chat Sports. I'm Chase Senior. Hope all of you out there had a better Sunday than the San Francisco 49ers. I understand it's the preseason, but this game in Las Vegas this afternoon was really, really ugly. A listless effort from the Niners going down to a rival 34-7. And look, I understand that it's preseason football, and these games don't matter all that much. San Francisco did not play any of their starters. And the complexion, the look, the feel for this team will certainly change when Brock Purdy is the team's starting quarterback, when Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Trent Williams, Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, Dre Greenlaw, Talano Hufanga, Charvarius Ward are all playing. But why I get a little bit concerned about this game is because if the 49ers have injury attrition, and they've been top 10 in injury rate every year under Kyle Shanahan. And some of these backups have to play. That spells disaster. And it's concerning for San Francisco because they are loaded with premier talent on both sides of the football. They do not have a lot of depth on this team. And San Francisco, in their joint practices against Las Vegas, was sloppy. And they lost those joint scrimmages. Today in this preseason game... They were sloppy, they turned the football over, and they got beat once again by Las Vegas. Two turnovers for San Francisco that I didn't like. The fumble from Cam Latou, a third-round pick, who has dropped a lot of passes throughout training camp so far. That led to a Raiders score. Ronnie Bell, who otherwise had a really good day, had a drop pass that led to an interception, which flipped the field for Las Vegas. You had two missed field goals from your other third-round pick in Jake Moody. He's probably feeling the pressure already. Your two third-round picks, it's early. But Cam Latou and Jake Moody, it looks as though those two picks might be misses. And what have I said all offseason? When you draft a kicker in the third round and he misses a couple of kicks early, he starts to feel the heat. He's out of it mentally, and then you spoil a third-round pick on a kicker when you could have used one of those picks for an offensive lineman, and this Niners offensive line was dreadful today. I think San Francisco got pushed around and bullied in the trenches on both sides of the ball, and you had the two drop picks from Trey Lance. So right there, that's a couple of fumbles, that's two missed field goals, and a couple of drop picks. There alone, that's six potential turnovers for San Francisco. So that's why I'm a little bit concerned, and that's where my concerns come from. On a positive note, 
Let's talk about some winners first here for the Niners before we shift over to our losers from this preseason opener against Las Vegas. Let's start here with Marcelino McCreary Ball. I thought he came up from that linebacker spot, laid a couple of big hits. He was really active. I like the range that I saw and the athleticism. We know that Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw have two of the linebacker spots locked up. That third linebacking spot, it's up for grabs. And I thought Marcelino McCrary Ball displayed some good football today. Yes, Ronnie Bell did drop that one pass that led to an interception. That was ugly. Outside of that, though, I thought Ronnie Bell had a pretty good day. And after Ray Ray McLeod went out with that broken left wrist in which he suffered that injury during Tuesday's practice, I wasn't sure who the Niners were going to go with as their return man. Ronnie Bell was first up. Did he look great returning the ball? Um, not great, but he was at least somewhat effective in catching the ball, though. Had a couple of really tough catches. He had this end around that I liked the wrinkle of giving him the football in that situation where he broke a couple of tackles to pick up a first down after San Francisco had started the game with three consecutive three and outs on their first three drives as Trey Lance got the start. And then Ronnie Bell had that 38-yard catch from Sam Darnold, which was a dot from Sam Darnold. So Ronnie Bell, special teams contributions, contributions on the end around and the long play, the most explosive play for the Niners in today's ball game. He has the inside track of potentially making this roster as a seventh round pick. Ambry Thomas is also squarely on the roster bubble. And going into the game, during our pregame show, I had talked about the backup outside corners Ambry Thomas is competing for one of those spots. Right now, it's going to be Charvarius Ward and Diamador Lenore. Ambry Thomas is on that roster bubble, squarely on it, and today had a couple of good pass breakups, which he made a break on the football. You make plays like that, you're able to earn a spot on this 53, especially as a former third-round pick. Deshaun Jamison, I want to list him as a winner as well. I didn't see a ton from him at defensive back, but the UDFA has been making plays throughout OTAs, rookie minicamp, and in training camp at cornerback. Again, I didn't see much from him there, but he had a couple of good returns. He had some juice. Funny enough, he had three really good returns. All three of them were taken back because of penalties. Again, the sloppiness that I alluded to at the start of the broadcast here, those are concerns. But with Jamison, I was just looking for the ability to see the hole, hit the hole, and then, of course, pick up some yards with those returns. If Ronnie Bell isn't their returner, Jamison, special teams ability and ability to play as a backup cornerback could allow him to potentially crack this 53-man roster. And then I want to round out here with Jalen Graham. He can fit in this category with Marcelino McCurry Ball as two players who are looking to crack this Niners roster at that linebacker spot. And Jalen Graham, the rookie out of Purdue, seventh-round pick, I thought that he looked a little bit bigger than I thought he was going to look. And I thought that he had some good instinctual plays where he made some plays around the line of scrimmage in the run game, in the pass game. I thought overall he was just very active in this football game this afternoon. So my winners from today, not many of them because it was such an awful performance all across the board for San Francisco, Marcelino McCrary ball, Ronnie Bell, Ambry Thomas, Deshaun Jamison, and Jalen Graham. Have you realized that we haven't talked about Trey Lance yet? We'll talk about him in a moment. First, though, make sure you subscribe to the channel. 
We're approaching 83,000 subscribers right here on the San Francisco 49ers Report. And if you're looking for Niners coverage that comes your way daily, that's insightful, informative, and entertaining, that's what we do. Our watch party today was a massive success. Well over 50,000 people joined us with more than $1,000 in donations. Thank you so much for all of your support here on the program. Now let's shift gears to our Niners Week 1 preseason losers. I am going to give you the realest breakdown and the realest analysis of Trey Lance's performance today. He is a loser in my book because my overall grade for Lance is about a C or a C-. minus. It was a great opportunity for Lance to start this game when he hasn't had a lot of experience and for Trey Lance to play an entire half. Let's be realistic about Trey Lance's evaluation. He should have thrown two interceptions. The lone touchdown that he threw should have been picked off. He did a good job of marching the Niners down the field right before halftime, getting them in position to kick a field goal for Jake Moody, which, of course, he eventually missed by making a couple of nice plays to Chris Conley down the left seam and to Troy Fumagelli. The play to Conley was a really good one after Lance should have thrown an interception. And yes, the offensive line was porous. It was awful all throughout the day. And Trey Lance did get sacked on his first play from scrimmage, which was a pass from head coach Kyle Shanahan, as he called that play in his headset. Did that shake Trey Lance for the rest of that first half? He looked indecisive. He held the ball a little bit too long. It seemed as though he didn't know where to go with the football. He made a couple of nice plays, but I thought Lance overall was just indecisive. And there were a couple of moments in which he locked on his first read, and that's why he threw a couple of those near interceptions. With Lance, he likes to throw the ball, and this is what we found out in between the numbers, in between the hash marks. He can live there, but he did miss a couple of layups in the flat. And those continue to be concerns for me with Trey Lance. So there was good, there was bad with Lance. It seems as though when he warms up after starting slow, he seems to play better. But when I give you a C, C minus grade, and I think that's the realest evaluation that I can give him, he's a loser because he didn't do anything to really prove to me and this coaching staff that he should be the bona fide number two quarterback because Sam Darnold came in with this bad offensive line and he threw that 38-yard dot, and he actually looked pretty good, throwing with touch and accuracy. So with Lance, I just simply need to see more. I think he has a lot of potential. I'm not sure the Niners did him favors with how much they aired it out and the bad offensive line, but how many excuses are we going to give him? And for a player going into year three, if he got rattled by getting sacked on his first play, what happens when the regular season bullets start to fly? He needs to make progress and take some steps with some of those mature quarterback elements. And today, I thought he lacked in that category. Now let's go to loser number two. Jake Moody was bad. Josh McDaniels was able to ice him on both of his field goal attempts. One from 40, the other from, I think, 55, 57 yards. The one from 40, he hooked it. And it came in a bad moment. Because Trey Lance did a good job after throwing a near interception of driving the Niners down the field on that throw to Fumagelli. He had that late hit, which put the Niners in prime field goal position to set up that 40-yarder. 
and he missed it left. He hooked it. The later field goal, it was not even close. San Francisco used a third-round pick on a kicker. They had bigger needs on this roster. Offensive tackle, offensive line being two of those needs. They didn't address those positions, and it looked as though today they could have used some offensive line help. And my big concern is the one that I talked about a little bit earlier. If Jake Moody starts to feel the heat, if Jake Moody feels that pressure with a kicker, sometimes it's a mental game. Is he mentally rattled? Now, I did see a tweet that Justin Tucker in his first preseason as a kicker was 4 of 8. As a rookie, that's 50%. He's gone on to become one of the best kickers of all time. Can that happen for Moody? It's too early to say. But missing two kicks in your first game as a pro is not a good look, especially when San Francisco moved on from Robbie Gold, who has never missed a kick in the postseason. If you want to get your hands on a San Francisco shirt, you can get them right now, chatsports.com slash SF. I'll put that link in the comment section and in the description of this video, available in red as well as black. That's chatsports.com slash SF. Another loser here. Backup offensive lineman, backup defensive lineman. And in the trenches, I thought San Francisco, they got out physicaled, they got bullied, they got pushed around. I didn't like what Steve Wilkes brought to the table. I'm sure that he didn't want to unveil much with this defensive scheme because he's a new coordinator taking over for D'Amico Ryans. But those backup defensive line, they couldn't really generate a pass rush. And against the run, they weren't good. And then with the offensive line, they couldn't pass protect for Lance. And then late in the game, um, they couldn't really create a lot of running lanes open for either Jordan, Mav Jordan Mason, Ty Davis-Price, um, or anybody, really, for that matter. So the backup offensive lineman and defensive lineman, not good today for San Francisco. And then lastly, it's another third-round pick at Kamla, too. Braden Willis is a better tight end than Kamla, too. But if the Niners have Cam Latou on the 53-man roster and not Brayden Willis just because he's a third-round pick, that's a bad way of doing business. Cam Latou has dropped pass after pass after pass throughout training camp. Then he actually made a nice catch today, and then he fumbled the football, which led to a Raiders score. That cannot happen. We're talking about a player who played for Nick Saban at Alabama. He has good getaway speed. He looks the part physically. But when you're dropping passes and coughing the pill up, putting it on the carpet leading to turnovers and scores the other way, that is not winning football. And today, San Francisco did not play winning football. Do practices matter? Does preseason matter? Does training camp matter? Yes, it does, because if you practice bad habits, that translates to the game. A lot of content creators in this faithful community, they took exception to what Damon Bruce, a former longtime Bay Area radio host, had to say of people making too much of their evaluations at training camp. He says that it doesn't matter. It does. You can't practice bad habits because if you do, it translates to the actual game. San Francisco at the end of the day with this bad performance this afternoon, they have to clean it up. So who is your biggest loser against the Las Vegas Raiders? Jake Moody, Campbell too are my two. Trey Lance might be in that middle ground for sure, but drop me a name down below in the comment section. Make sure you subscribe to the show. Thanks to everybody who tuned into our watch party today. Don't forget to subscribe to the show.